the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. The program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you today. It's always great to get together with you for a few minutes every weekend to share these thoughts and ideas. And particularly appreciate you joining us today. We have an outstanding show, two great guests. I'll let you know about them right now. In the second half of our show, we were going to speak with Dr. Marina Hoffman-Willard. She's a Bible and theology professor at Palm Beach Atlantic University and author of the book, Women in the Bible, Small Group Bible Study. And um, of course, she spoke at our Women in Ministry event recently, and we're looking forward to having Dr. Marina Hoffman-Willard join us today on our show. But right now, in just a moment, we're going to go to Derek Hicks of Thompson Jewelers. And we'll go to Derek in just a moment. First, though, I want to give a shout out to the guys up at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. And as you know, as you've been hearing, Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair has everything you'll need for hurricane preparation and cleanup. Now, fortunately, we are rapidly nearing the end of hurricane season. Um, But I also want to remind you and let you know that Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair has the best lawnmowers and power equipment products in the business. You can find out more about them at apopkamower.com. That's apopkamower.com. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair is where they sell the best and they fix the rest. Now let's go to Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. Hello, Derek. Hey, great to be with you today. Thank you for joining us. Well, hey, Roger, how are you doing today? Uh, doing well. You know, looking forward to talking about these important topics and uh, especially looking forward to getting some of your thoughts and, and your ideas as well. Um, first of all, though, I'd like to share with our audience a little bit more about a couple of things they've been hearing uh, in, on our on our stations in regards to Thompson Jewelers. One of those is the huge anniversary sale that's going on right now. And then also uh, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle, which Thompson Jewelers is our presenting sponsor once again. But first of all, just give us a little bit more uh, information uh, than we might get from the commercials on the Thompson's anniversary sale. Yes, Roger. Uh, well, we're, we're celebrating 73 years in business. We started in 1948 right here in Orlando, Florida. So we are the oldest jewelry store now uh, in the Central Florida area. 
No, it's wonderful. In fact, you're even located in Orlando's original mall, the Colonial Plaza Mall, which, among uh, numerous other uh, interesting aspects, is also very easy to find and uh, yeah, centrally located right there on Colonial, East Colonial and Bumby. Yes, and we, like I said, we've been in this location probably for about 25 years, and usually what we do on our anniversary show, we kind of tie it in with the Black Friday special. It's kind of like we have huge specials throughout the store, and just incredible deals that we do to celebrate our anniversary and kind of tied in with Black Friday specials. And actually, we just started that Black Friday specials along with our anniversary that's going on right now. So if you're looking for something special for Christmas, just incredible deals at our store right now. And of course, Thompson Jewelers is a perfect place to find a special gift for those important people in our life with Christmas right around the corner. And now i Love to have you talk, share a little bit about the Christmas Mortgage Miracle and your support for that. And I want to let everybody know that you can go to theanswerorlando.com and you can find out all the kind of information you need to know about the Christmas Mortgage Miracle. But I do want to let you know that Thompson Jewelers is our presenting sponsor for that. Yes, Roger. This is uh, since you started that we've been uh, one of the sponsors of the event, and we uh, just love it so much because it gives a person a chance to uh, win, uh, I believe it pays for one whole year of their payments or one year of their rent. Uh, You can look at the details about all that, but it's just an incredible thing at this time of the year, and it'd be like a miracle, and some people need a miracle sometimes if they're suffering through some tough times or uh, whatever may be going on in their life. What a great way uh, to show that kind of uh, special event is to do that, and that's why it's called the Mortgage miracle because it's a miracle if you get your rent or your mortgage paid for that long no that that's a great point uh it's a promotion that really impacts uh, a person you know one person's life dramatically in a, in a very positive way and uh, we appreciate your support for it once again and also it you know allows thompson to reach a little bit some of our other uh, people who consume our stations, you know, uh, we have a long history of uh, with over-the-air radio commercials, but also we, we are, have a burgeoning and ever-growing audience online, people that just listen on their phone or listen on their tablet or their computer. So that allows uh, you to connect with them as well. And um, we really appreciate your support in so many different ways. Now, I do want to talk, you know, during these trying times, challenging times, I know that you have um, tremendous background in the founding of America, our founding uh, founding generation, our founders, our founding documents, the Declaration of Independence, our Constitution, the philosophical basis behind those. And anyway, as we're experiencing, uh, our, our constitutional liberties, our God-given constitutional liberties are being infringed upon every single day now, um, especially over the past year to year and a half. Uh, originally, it was the, I think, the, the overreach in terms of the so-called, well, I'll just refer to it as the COVID situation. Uh, and now it has evolved into um, or advanced into um, continued overreach uh, in terms of vaccination. Um, can you, uh, but I'd love to, you, know, you I had the opportunity to um, see you speak, uh, address, give the message at your church recently. And you did a beautiful job of, of you know, sharing how the challenges that we're facing today, and we we, we were so exasperated by, um, and sometimes overwhelmed by, um, you know, are nothing new to human history or, or to believers or Christians, and that you know, the, the Bible speaks to uh, 
people having these kinds of challenges you know, back in the day. And uh, can you just uh, kind of address that for a few minutes and share some of the, the message that you shared um, you know, w- with the congregation recently? Well, yes, Roger. Yeah, we uh, basically uh, churches, if you look back in history, especially the time of the founders, the churches are where most of the citizens got their information of what was going on in society and government, and the pastors would stand up there and not only tell the message, the truth about Christ and what it can do for your life, but also what was going on in society and how it related through the Church or through the Bible. And we've gotten away from that in America so much that, you know, a lot of people say, oh, separation of churches say, which we know is not in any of our founding documents. And uh, basically, the Church, you know, they want to tie in religion and politics, but we talked about, I talked about in that message, is we're not talking about politics. We're not talking about if we want to expand the road from two lanes to six lanes, or if you live in Orlando, it may need to be 12 lanes. We're talking about moral issues that the Bible addresses. So, and that's nothing new. From the Founders' days through basically through the turn of the century, pastors and rabbis and priests dealt with those issues. And then all of a sudden, in this modern time, I think with Lyndon Johnson in the 50s and 60s, they started trying to change that because they didn't want the people about different issues. And so that's what I talked about and uh, delivered that message. No, and I think you make a great point that at the founding of the country, the churches were a place where the political issues were talked about uh, you know, explicitly, and the pastors were leaders um, in the, the the revolutionary effort and um, inspirational leaders, and also in in some, in, in some cases actually uh, you know, were part of the the Minutemen and, and actually uh, you know, fought. Um, and you know, and, and this is a, kind of another topic for another day. But I do just want to put this on the record: is is you're exactly right. And uh, two things you mentioned, Lyndon Johnson, he was able to um, get a law passed when he was president um, that basically restricted, if you will, um, the ability um, the for for pastors and churches to address political issues in church, which I I personally think is 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 you know blatantly unconstitutional, but they had a very, very liberal Supreme Court at that time, uh, many of whom were hostile to religion to begin with, and they were able to get that through, but that's essentially just, that that's incorrect law. That shouldn't even be the case, but that's something we do have to deal with. And then, of course, as you pointed out, too, about the separation of church and state, uh, that's nowhere in the Constitution. It's nowhere in the um, any of our founding documents. In fact, that's an, an example of how the courts have taken you know a good con- a good theoretical concept and turned it turned the meaning of it upside down Thomas Jefferson coined that phrase, but he coined it in a letter to the danbury um you know church first Baptist Church of danbury connecticut um and and they had written him concerned about the, the state encroaching on religious freedom. He was assuring them that no, I mean the, the state is not going <laughs> to encroach upon religious freedom. You're going to have your your right to uh, to express your religious views. So, but anyway, that's the, the the way the Supreme Court has defined separation of church and state is blatantly wrong, and it's it's used it to to you know inhibit and curtail our religious liberties. Well, exactly, Roger. In the the other part of that message, I know a lot of your listeners are saying, well, I'm not a pastor or a priest or a rabbi, but it becomes, it goes beyond that. 
as a citizen, whether you're a Christian or Jewish or whatever your background may be, it is pointed to you to share your faith with with your children and grandchildren and to share the foundation of America and what made America so great and why it's so great. And I talked about, you know, so many people are afraid. They hear that their children or grandchildren are socialists or they're atheists, and a lot of times they're afraid to talk. And I said, at my house, we talked about religion, we talked about politics, we talked about everything, and we don't always agree on every subject, but I think there was a foundation laid, but thankfully my children are uh, strong Christians, and they love the Constitution and can love America, and not only that, they know why they are Christian and why they love America. And that's why it's so important if you're a, a father, a mother, a grandfather, a grandmother, to teach your children and grandchildren, talk to them about these things, especially when they're younger and they're growing up. So when they do get old, they'll know what they believe and why they believe it. Tremendous wisdom. We're going to go to a quick break. We'll pick it up right there and listen to The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. Have a great show. Right now we're speaking with Derek Thompson, president, excuse me, Derek Hicks, the president of Thompson Jewelers. And we're talking about a variety of things, particularly um, his extensive knowledge of our founding of the country, our revolutionary period, and our founding documents. A little bit later, we're going to speak with Dr. Marina Hoffman-Willard. She's a professor of Bible and theology at Palm Beach Atlantic University and author of the book, Women in the Bible, Small Group Bible Study. And of course, Dr. Marina Hoffman Willard spoke at our Women in Ministry event uh, at Journey Christian Church in Apopka uh, just a few weeks ago. Before we go back to Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers, I want to, of course, give a shout out to my friends over at Sheila Auto Repair and let you know that if you have any issue related to your car, truck, SUV, any other vehicle you may have, I encourage you to get over to see Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos at Sheeler Auto Repair. No job is too big or too small for the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. You can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. In fact, that's where I take my car, and I've been taking it there for 20 years. They're located 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopkin. Please tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now back to Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. And and Derek, I'd like to pick up where we left off and where you, you know, spoke about how you, with your sons, your fine sons who are now, you know, grown men, um, when at their, their early ages, you addressed issues of the day like we're facing right now, uh, political issues, if you will, uh, um, historical issues about the founding of our nation and the philosophical basis behind freedom um, and our God-given rights to liberty. Um, and, um, you know, I, I think so many parents have not done that. I know many of them are regretting it. And um, I'd like to continue to have you, uh, you know, pick up on that, because one thing I think that ca- kind of caught all of us on guard, and I'll speak just for myself, is how the hard left, I mean, the communist left, the Marxist left, has literally apparently taken over um, higher education, colleges, academia, 
and in many cases, uh, public high schools as well, and, and even private high schools, uh, and even down to the elementary and kindergarten levels. So it's imperative um, that parents, um, you know, address these, these issues um, at home so that their children will have some kind of fundamental basis and and that'll help them resist becoming brainwashed, like obviously apparently a whole generation has 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 been. You're right, Roger, and you know exactly that's my both my uh, children went through the whole public school system the whole time, so it was interesting because a lot of times they'd come home with some different things that they had heard, but once again the foundation was laid so strong, and I laid down not just here's why you should be a Christian, here's why you should be a conservative and a, a believe in the Constitution and believe in the greatness of America. And I showed them examples, and of course I always point to one of my heroes, and your hero too is President Ronald Reagan. We actually would watch little speeches of him, you know, where it was showing little documentaries or whatever. He was such an incredible speaker. So when when they were hit with those different thoughts, whether it was from elementary school or middle school or high school, they knew why, what they believed so strongly that a lot of times they could defend themselves against any teacher that they came up against who had was socialist leaning or atheist leaning. No, that that's so important, and I would say, um, obviously, we none of us can do what we haven't done to this point, but uh, we can do what we can do going forward. And I encourage every parent, or I would say even every adult, um, if you've got young people who you know who who you know, you influence it to address these issues and talk about why freedom is important and talk about um, you know, the founding of our country and, and, and the correct values that, that our country was founded upon, uh, which is uh, that government is, is instituted to preserve our God-given uh, individual rights. And because, you know, obviously what we're learning is once uh, kids get certainly to college and, and as we said, many in many cases, even high school, uh, and before, that's not the message they're getting. In fact, they're getting a very perverted message um, that, that's essentially a lie, that America's not a good country and actually uh, you know, an, e- an evil uh, place. And uh, sadly, a lot of them are buying into it. it. But they need to be prepared for that. Exactly, Roger. That's, it's a shame because they are being taught a lie. You know, America wasn't perfect, but if you study history, which you know history very well, too, there's no country ever like America in all of human history. No country where anyone, no matter who they were, male, female, the color of their skin, it didn't matter. They could become whoever God intended them to be. If they worked hard and lived right and did the right thing, they could become anything. And this is the only country still to this day that that dream still lives. Well, certainly appreciate the, your efforts uh, in many different ways um, to preserve our freedom. And I would say, you know, above and beyond, you know, the great background that you gave your sons, what you're doing at Thompson Jewelers um, is, is fundamental American freedom. Small businesses, you know, the small businesses are the, the foundation and the backbone of our American uh, middle class and our, our, our free enterprise system, which is the backbone of our, our free society. Well, exactly. And that's why we're so thankful that we have a governor like Governor Ron DeSantis. You know, in many states, small businesses were basically closed down so long that they went out of business. Here, our governor said that, you know, that not just one or two businesses were essential, but that all businesses were essential, just like 
the Constitution. Not just a few group of people are essential, but all citizens of America are essential. No, that's a great point, and that's a whole other could be a whole other show. And that's uh, the it situation be, yeah. that we're dealing with. Are we're seeing a, a, a blatant manifestation of elites versus the citizens? You know, a small, tiny, tiny handful of elites, the Bill Gateses of the world, the Fauci's of the world, who unfortunately uh, control big tech. You know, they control Twitter, Facebook, Google, you know, which are powerful, powerful entities. It's the way we communicate these days. Um, and they also uh, control the levers of government, as we learned so explicitly the last five years. Um, so, I mean, these are formidable foes. Um, but but the, the point is, is, is they don't represent the rank and file citizen. You know, the people that listen to our show, the people that listen to talk radio, that get up and go to work every day, uh, that, 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 that have, you know, Small business people, people that do business with small business people, um, you know, these are the these are the rank and file Americans who who you know value and cherish our constitutional freedom. And what we're learning is the people that have have uh, tremendous power, the tiny tiny microscopic number of them, um, you know, do not do not share apparently our, our values of, of freedom and liberty. They don't. But you know, thankfully, uh, with the election in Virginia, we still saw that parents. Parents that think alike realize that they have the right to decide what their children studied at school, not the federal government. And they spoke out, and I think it was the beginning of a turn for the better. You know, and that's that's a great point, and I think that what you just mentioned, Eric, illustrates um, perfectly the situation that we're, that we're talking about today. And, friends, we're speaking with Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers, on the Roger Frank and Williams show. And that is, you know, as you, know, you and I have on our conversations, both on the air and off the air, and I've expressed the, the thought, well, gee, what do, you, what do you do? I mean, you know, when you're up against Google, <laughs> what, what do you do? You know, when you're up against Facebook, Twitter, um, you know, the, the big search engines, et cetera, um, yeah, not to mention the federal government. Um, what do you do? And, and well, you do whatever you can, you can do. That, that's what you can do. You don't, you know, in your in your realm, uh, sphere of influence, wherever it might be, um, you do what you can there. And that's what you did with your sons. And that's exactly what these people did in Virginia. Um, yeah, they didn't have it all figured out. They didn't have some grand strategy. Um, they just they just got up every day and went out and, and fought the battle that had to be fought that day. And it, it did, they've had a t- tremendous victory that's inspired, um, re-inspired the whole country. Exactly. Roger, and you said it exactly right. The sphere of influence that you have. So you start with your family. You start with your friends. You start where you work. You start at your church or groups you're in. And, you know, you always talk. I always say I do it in a loving and a kind way. You don't come out there and you can do it and talk to people. And, you know, if you don't know enough, that's why you listen to your show all the time or other shows that are on the Salem Communication where you learn things. So then when people ask you questions, you're able to defend your beliefs and know why you believe them. So it's so important just to do what you can do where you are. And I think that's going to be the answer of our salvation while, of course, looking to the Lord and, and putting our, our faith in Him. And um, Yeah, that's the ultimate answer. Yes, the ultimate truth. You're, you're dead on there, Roger. Well, once again, it's been great speaking with you, Derek. I always love our conversations. Uh, both, uh, and It's always a real treat to have you join us on the show, and I really appreciate you being here today. Well, Roger, thank you so much for having me, and you and all your audience have a wonderful day. 
Thank you very much. Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. And, of course, they're conveniently located in Orlando in the Colonial Plaza at the corner of East Colonial and Bumby and in Kissimmee St. Cloud on Highway 192 uh, in the Hobby Lobby Shopping Center, Shopping Plaza. Well, friends, we're going to go to break in just a moment. When we come back, we're going to continue the same theme we were talking about with Derek Hicks, with Dr. Marina Hoffman-Willard, who's a Bible and theology professor at Palm Beach Atlantic University and author of the book, Women in the Bible, Small Group Bible Study. And uh, we'll hear more. We'll hear the story from Dr. Marina Hoffman-Willard when we talk to her. But this is a book that's shares inspirational stories of courage and leadership and hope from women in the Bible who uh, use their faith to accomplish great things in, in the face of tremendous challenges and adversity. Before we go to break, I want to, of course, give a shout out to our friend, Dr. Patrick St. Germain and all the great people over at St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com and let you know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain is proud and pleased and honored to be voted best chiropractor once again. So when you're in pain, I urge you to get over to see Dr. Patrick St. Germain. Dr. Patrick St. Germain supports our program and all the programs you hear right here on the new AM 950, FM 94.9, the answer and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. Well, friends, please stay with us. We'll be right back in just a moment on The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends, it's great to be with you. Today, thank you for joining us. It's always great to have this time together every week as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And on our program, the Roger Franklin Williams Show, we talk about those issues from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Our theme today is we're talking about you know, addressing, acknowledging the tremendous challenges we are facing um, to our civil liberties, to our God-given constitutional rights uh, from you know, just, uh, as I would term it, the generally uh, the COVID situation, and which has now evolved into um, you know, the mandatory vaccination situation. And, um, you know, this is something that's inc- incredibly upsetting to, to many of it, millions of Americans and, and uh, thousands of Americans, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands are, are being directly affected, having their jobs and their and their, their livelihoods and their careers threatened uh, by this uh, overreach of, of powerful authoritarian government uh, that's really raised its ugly head here in the last year, year and a half or so. So that's our theme today. We've had two. We have two outstanding guests. It was great to speak with Derek Hicks. President Thompson Jewelers. In just a moment, we're going to be joined by Dr. Marina Hoffman-Willard. She is a Bible and theology professor at Palm Beach Atlantic University and author of the book, Women in the Bible, Small Group Bible Study. And of course, some of you uh, were actually were able to see Dr. Marina Hoffman-Willard speak at our recent Women in Ministry event at Journey Christian Church in Apopkin. We're very pleased that she'll be joining us in just a moment on our show. In fact, she's going to join us right now. Uh, Dr. Marina Hoffman-Willard, thank you for joining us today. Thank you much 
so much for having me today, Roger. Yeah, it was really a pleasure to meet you at our Women in Ministry event uh, from our, that our sister station, of course, uh, puts on every year, uh, WTLN Christian Radio. And, uh, and also, I really was inspired by your message, and um, so much so that I wanted to have you uh, share, it, share some of it with our listeners on, on our program. Well, thank you so much, and it was great to be together just simply at an event again. I have been to so few in the last year and a half. But, Roger, these events are important, aren't they? Because we are not made to be alone on an island, isolated, cut off. And when we can gather together, social distance or otherwise, what a powerful reminder of our humanity and ability to connect with one another. It was great to meet you. Absolutely. I feel exactly the same way. And then one other additional important fact, too, um, which I think is, is, is very important and crucial, actually, Obviously, gathering at our events, however, whether it's church, whether it's a, a Rotary Club meeting, uh, you know, uh, whether it's a softball team or whatever it might be, um, is a great is, is where people share information as well. You know, where we uh, you know, share information about what's happening in the world and, and in our community with each other so that we're just not dependent on plugging into the computer and, and hearing what Google has <laughs> their take on everything or, or CBS yeah, News or whatever. And then in this era where we're suddenly being cut off and we're in, you know, Twitter jail and all of this, how much more important? It's amazing, isn't it, Roger, how we're really rolling back the clock and going backwards in history where our communication, again, is so powerful when it's human, human to human, unfiltered, and not having to go through the permission of being allowed to say our opinion from big tech. What a difference, and yet... Um, it, very refreshing, very human, isn't it? Absolutely, and that's kind of the point uh, y'all was making. You know, when we, uh, you and I, or, or any of our friends uh, go to church and talk to each other, um, that's a powerful sharing of information, and, and it's not and it's not uh, censored by Google or Twitter or the federal government. And I, I think there's a message there, there somewhere, which is why they kind of I think one of the motivations for wanting to keep us locked down. But but anyway, I'd like to just. Um, have you addressed you've had a you have a wonderful book women in the bible small group bible study where you highlight a, a number of very important women in the bible who faced extraordinary challenges uh, much more than we we're facing today and and through uh, their faith in the lord they were able to triumph address confront courageously these challenges and, and, and triumph um one of those uh, heroines in your book is Esther, uh, who faced even more dramatic and powerful challenges from government than we are today. Can you share a little bit about Esther and what we can learn from her example of courage? Absolutely. Here you have a woman whose life is dramatically changed. First of all, her lifestyle in the sense of she is living far from her homeland of Israel. She's been taken away. So she's living in a hostile environment. And I think, Roger, that's the first point of connection we can really have with her story. Because so many times we feel that we are no longer at home in the sense that we can't express our values. We can't live out our values without facing so much opposition. And for some, there's almost a line that they have to do something illegal to go against a government instruction in order to do what they believe is right. So this time of hostility, and then Esther is suddenly given the news that her people are at risk, at risk of death, and now she has to decide on the spot what she's going to do. Is she going to rise up from a young woman who's been taken to be queen 
to make a powerful difference for her people. And of course, that challenge puts her in a place to risk her own life. So many things we can take from Esther. And there's one powerful line in that moment where she has to decide what to do, where her uncle says, it's perhaps God has placed you here for such a time as this. And Roger, I think perhaps the uncle was being kind about it and being gentle. But Roger, I think those words are really something we need to think about today. Have we been placed in this time of history for such a moment? And can we rise up and defend those whose lives are at risk, our own, our children, and our community? That's very powerful. And, um, you know, I find myself asking the same question. You know, why, why, did, this all, why did all this happen, have to happen you know, during my lifetime? But, you know, maybe that's the way God intended it. And, and maybe he has things that he wants each of us to do to, to help solve it. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I'm just a new mom, Roger. I have a three-year-old daughter. She was born into a very different world than we have today. And even when everything broke out and there was two weeks, right? Two weeks you were going to stay at home. Who imagined that two weeks would lead to where we are? I didn't think much about it because she was a year and a half. But very, very quickly, I realized her world was changing. And Roger, it was really being destroyed in one sense. And I say that because my daughter from birth has been a chronic extrovert. She craves people. She's connected from people with people strongly since just a newborn, the way she looks at people and reaches out to them right away. So she lives for day-to-day, friend after friend, socializing. And when everything happened, Roger, we were living in a condo. And if you can believe it, these people who annoyed me tremendously by touching her constantly and wanting just to constantly feel this newborn baby I was bringing in, you know, COVID breaks out, and all of a sudden they're throwing their bodies against the hall wall as I pass by and covering their faces. And my poor little... Willow, Roger, had no idea what was going on. One day, these people are so friendly to her, and the next day, they're treating her like she's the bubonic plague walking by. So I realized something was happening very fast, and I would have to pray hard and defend her and resist, no matter what people did, resist that social isolation that even my daughter was feeling. And I think that... what. That's a great example of one of the things that's characterized this the whole lockdown situation, um, which has now evolved into the the vaccine such mandatory vaccine situation, is fear. And you, know, I personally was have been surprised and disconcerted by the level of fear by so many people. Um, you know, I guess I would even say media and government imposed fear from my perspective. Others would disagree with that, but. Um, uh, I think I think certainly oh an overblown uh, out of proportion fear, but but once again we look at the story of Esther and and that's she, you know, she had much uh, she had legitimate fear uh, as you said her, her life was even in danger and, and the, the lives of her people um, and the fu- and their futures the, is the Israelites but um, but she she was able to confront uh, through her faith confront her fear and and then you know move forward into action. Yeah, that's so true. And many people all the time, I teach at university, Roger, I teach the Bible, and all the time students are saying, wow, this character was incredible. They had no fear. They were fearless. But many times, Roger, the Bible tells us these people did have fear. And I think it's far more relatable to realize they did have fear, and yet somehow they were able to move forward anyways. 
Or another way of looking at it is there were many things to fear, whether the government, whether their own people, you know, some of the people within Israel would rise up against the prophets, but their fear across the board was always greater of God than any other human. And I think that's encouraging for us because we can find ourselves, even as people of faith, absolutely paralyzed by fear. So what do we do in that moment? Well, it's nice to say to overcome your fear, but Roger, at this time, these fears are so great and encompassing, and the uncertainty doubles our fear all the time. So how do we move forward? How do we overcome? For me, I have not been able to overcome fear, but the most wonderful aspect of being a person of faith is that I can move forward anyways. So whether I can overcome my fear or whether I can't, we can move forward, even if it's in fear, and trust that God will reward our actions as we see God has done throughout history. Great, great insights and great wisdom. Well, Marina, we're going to take a quick break. Friends, when we come back, we'll continue to speak with Dr. Marina Hoffman-Willard, author of the book, Women in the Bible, Small Group Bible Study. And you can find her free video series available at womeninthebible.info. We'll be right back on The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Please stay with us. Welcome back. Good to have you here for The Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today, and especially with the great guests we have on our program. Hope you're enjoying our program so far. It was great to speak with Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers, earlier in our show. And right now we're pleased to be speaking with Dr. Marina Hoffman-Willard. She is a Bible and theology professor at Palm Beach Atlantic University and author of the book, Women in the Bible, Small Group Bible Study. She also has a free video series available at womeninthebible.info. And some of you had the opportunity to hear Dr. Marina Hoffman-Wheeler in person recently as she spoke at our Women in Ministry event at Journey Christian Church in Apopka, presented by our sister station, WTLN Christian Radio. We'll go back to Dr. Marina Hoffman-Wheeler in just a moment. Before we do, I want to let you know about our friends over at Florida Door Solutions and let you know that if you have garage door problems of any kind, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And you can find them at fladoor.com. That's fladoor.com. Or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. 866-FLA-DOOR. And I want to um, you know let you know that I appreciate those who have um, had a conversation with Robin over at Forty Door Solutions this week, and she was very pleased. And uh, I wanted to give it, uh, have me say thank you to all our WRO listeners who are um, you know who contact Forty Door Solutions, and uh, you know are are, are, check, are going over to see them when they do have their garage door problems. Um, appreciate you, um, you know, supporting uh, Forty Door Solutions, of course. And um, well, now let's go back to Dr. Marina Hoffman Willard. Um, Marina, let's kind of pick up, you know, where, where we left off, and then, you know, as you were talking about, you know, fear, and you know, I, you know, it, it, it's 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 a natural phenomenon when, you know, when we have these powerful forces, um, and, and and fortunately, I haven't, uh, fortunately, working for a, a great company like Salem Media Group, 
I personally have not had to confront some of these challenges, but it's you know it really hurts my soul to think that you know our fellow citizens. You know, fellow Americans um, are now being faced with losing their jobs because they don't want to get, um, you know, um, you know a, a vaccine that, that's very, very risky or, or because they don't want to you know, be mandated to, uh, to to wear masks or be mandated to to stay cloistered in their home and, um, you know, all, all these kinds of things. But now it's getting to where, you know, where, you know, what, what, what was an inconvenience a year and a half ago um, is, is now becoming a life-changing event with people literally losing their jobs and their livelihoods uh, over their desire to just want you know, to, to, you know, to, to control their own destiny and their health. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. And maybe you've seen some of the videos. You see them on social media a couple minutes where people literally leaving their job and videotaping it and just heartbroken and crushed to the core and very fearful, rightfully so, for their family and their well-being. And, of course, some of these people, after spending their whole life in one industry, all their training, what are they supposed to do now? So it's a terrible time, and it's good that we share their pain. And I think also there is a call, Roger, for some of us who have not been impacted yet directly to really support them concretely, not just in our thoughts and prayers, but to go out and join them and stand for their freedoms and rights. Because, Roger, we are very naive if we don't think that our turn is not next. No, I agree, and I would like to have you. Uh, well, two two things I'd like to touch on you know, while we before we have to wrap things up. One is, um, and this will be the, the second one. There are some inspiring, you know things that are happening, you know, people today, you know, um, that are, are fighting back and pushing back. And one of uh, two of those modern ex- uh, examples of modern courage were the stay-at-home moms who confronted the teachers' unions across the country to fight mass mandates, and, and even the people that are uh, confronting the critical race theory in Virginia and, you know, went to the school boards and, you know, really got off their couches and 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 made their made their feelings known you know utilizing their constitutional rights to do so and and then also the the, the fathers in certain places in the country who have actually taken the initiative to to stop school violence um but you know, uh, so I'd love to have you uh, have have you address that Yes, absolutely. You know, I think sometimes we can picture heroes as people who have supernatural abilities or truly everything supernaturally came together at one point in their life and they were able to do something great. But in my study of the Bible, especially women in the Bible, they were so often ordinary people in terms of no social standing, no political clout, no authority in society. All they had was a willingness to do what was right and a very strong conviction to overcome the fear of doing nothing in order to bring salvation to others. And I think that the examples you, bring, you raise are such powerful examples of people who don't have any position in government and certainly no powerful position in society, and yet they are willing to make a difference. And I think that's a powerful example for all of us because we can make a difference, and we're seeing it happen. And I like to to joke, Roger, I'm a Canadian, so forgive me, but how many U.S. presidents have been able to stand against powerful unions? And yet here we have a collection of parents across the nation. It's a beautiful story that's really like the story of the Bible. And I think the other point is that it involves creative thinking, doesn't it? I think especially of those dads that got together and decided to become hall monitors themselves. 
it was a simple idea, but it was really clever. They were willing to put in the time to get organized, to commit themselves. And again, how can that relate to us? Can we think beyond the box? And can we say, well, this is where I draw my my line in the sand. I don't want my child to be vaccinated, or I don't want my child to wear a mask. So what can I do? What life change can I make so that that's possible? Absolutely, and it, it picks right up with the theme we've had with Derek Hicks in the first half of our show, and and it's kind of been an ongoing theme all year on, on this program. And it's, um, I'll just repeat it one more time because it's, um, I think, worth repeating is that that you know, it's natural for us to be overwhelmed because you know, as I've asked myself many times, you know, how can, how can I fight Google? I mean, you know, how, how can I fight Facebook or or Twitter or as I said, the federal government or or, or you know, as a, as one individual? Well, that's not the question to ask. The question to ask is what what can we do, and not it, it, not figure it all out. <laughs> you know, it's it's not up to us to figure out the, this grand global strategy um, and, and orchestrate it. it. It's it's our job to to do whatever we can do, uh, large or small, and especially small, uh, in our own sphere of influence. And that's what these women did, and that's what these dads did. These moms, stay at home moms, did, and what these dads did. They just didn't uh, figure out some grand strategy to to to, to, to save the world uh, in in one fell swoop, they just went out and faced the challenges that, that they faced um, every day, and, and they're making a huge impact. Yeah, and Roger, I think sometimes we can not see beyond what we've been told and what we assume. And I think one example you're saying, you know, how can we beat big tech? And here's a little example. I wondered the same thing. When I was doing this Bible study, I really wanted to do the video series because I am not a small group leader, ironically, Roger. So I was intimidated to, I thought, how are people supposed to run a small group? I find it intimidating. So my sister said, well, why don't you create a little short millennial style video, seven minutes max, and that's how these young people can start the small group. I thought that was a great idea, but Roger, I pictured in my head what happened to me at university, which is I play a clip in class and I have to watch three minutes of ads, and the whole time I'm dreading that it's going to be totally inappropriate, and I'm paying, you know, YouTube's profiting from all this, and I thought, how can I get around that? So Roger, I did a little bit of research, asked a bunch of friends, within a couple of days I found I could host the videos myself. Now there's no ads, I'm not making money from it. But it's just a little example that I think we have to question our assumptions. Can we live without social media? Well, Roger, it is possible. (laughs) Um, Can we raise children without TV constantly, without constant electronics? All these things are possible, but it's also a willingness to live counterculturally, isn't it? Absolutely, I think it's just. I think the the message is to do what we can do. You know, look, look to the Lord, uh, put our put our faith in Him, and uh, you know, um, not try to figure it all out. Just just do what we're what, what we, we we're led to do. Um, you know, in, our, in you know, as individuals, and, and friends, we're speaking with Dr. Marina Hoffman Willard. We're in our final couple minutes. I want to let you know she's a Bible and theology professor at Palm Beach Atlantic University, and author of the book, Women in the Bible, Small Group Bible Study. And you can find her free video series uh, at womeninthebible.info. That's womeninthebible.info. Well, Marina, we've got about two minutes or less, and there's one important question I did want to ask you, um, just bring up to you and let you handle however you want to, is I know in, in our communications via email, 
in preparing for the show, uh, you would express to me that you were, I mentioned, I used the word vaccine, and, and you said you're not even comfortable even using that word. Can you just give us, a, share with our audience uh, briefly, you know, what you know about, uh, you know, these shots, if you will, um, and, 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 and why you feel that way? Well, Roger, the words we use are so important, and we say that all the time, and we believe them, but I think we can still keep using the words. Even people say, well, it's just for convenience. You know what I mean. Well, wait a sec. I don't need to do something for convenience. Let's use the right words. Everybody knows at this point that this drug that they're giving us does not prevent anyone from getting COVID. We already know that. So I don't think it's appropriate to use a term that indicates something that's not true. And it comes back to a lot of the things. What can we do in our lives? We can have a view that we have no options, right? And that creates so much depression and fear. But I really hope everyone who's listening today can leave this show encouraged that whatever you're facing, that you feel a sense of overwhelming and impossibility and that you have no other options, you do have other options. And it might take risk. It might take self-sacrifice. But, Roger, also, it might turn out better than you can imagine. And it might be a world change, right? It might be a very countercultural way of living that we decide to adopt. But it is possible, and we have to think beyond the confines that we're told to think. And with the vaccine also, you know, we have these assumptions. We need to do the research, and there's lots out there. And it is hard when Google silences and social media silences every other view. But we can do the work, Roger. Your show helps um, communicate the truth so we can listen in. And again, to bring us right back to the opening thing that you made, we can talk to one another because no one can silence me or censor me when we're talking with others person to person. Perfectly stated. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Marina Hoffman-Willard, for joining us on the Roger Franken-Williams Show. Friends, you can find out more about her. And she's a Bible and theology professor at Palm Beach Atlantic University. And also find her free video series available at womeninthebible.org. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.